Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Do you remember in 1997, Pat Boone put out an album called In a Metal Mood, No More Mr. Nice Guy? Yes. I played it a few times. I used it on the radio and had some fun with it. Okay, great. All he did was take tough guy songs, and the reason it was given to me is because it had Panama on it. Right. Okay, fine. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show. My name is Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Okay, let's talk about remakes. Do you like remakes of songs? It depends. What kind of an answer is that? Depends on who's remaking the song. Madonna's American Pie. Did you like Madonna's American Pie? You know, it wasn't so bad. Oh, come on. I should start divorce proceedings immediately. It was terrible. No, it, it was okay. Okay, well, here's the thing. Online, people will post the weirdest remakes of songs. And this is the one, the first song we're going to play is the one that sort of kicked off the topic for this Rock School show. You know the actor Steven Seagal, right? Yeah. Who has grown steadily larger and larger and larger over the movies that he's made. Hey now, stop it, I I understand. I shouldn't say that because he does know certain kinds of martial arts and can probably break me in thirds. Yeah, you're right. Well, Steven Seagal was the tip for a Finnish country band, as in from Finland, named Steve Un Seagulls. No. Yes. You're lying. No, you I'm not. You cannot be telling the truth. And what this group of people do is take banjos and uh, more acoustic instruments, and they play sort of bluegrass-style versions of real hard songs. Okay. And the one that got so many views, 20 million views on YouTube, was their version of Thunderstruck by ACDC. Yeah. A lot of people have probably seen it and are right now going, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh. I remember those guys. They were dressed up like Cotton-Eyed Joe. Remember them with the goofy oh, hats absolutely. and all that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I thought to myself, after watching that video, mm-hmm. how many covers are there of songs that are not just like remakes. Every so often I hear a remake and it's like, why did you do that? Yeah. What was the point? You just did the song exactly like it is. You did you added nothing to it. You took nothing away from it. Right. These people are at least changing the song dramatically. You don't even know it's that song? Yeah, whether you like it or not is immaterial. It's just so completely in a different genre. I love it. That it's it's like you say, barely recognizable. Uh-huh. So what I'm going to do is play Steve Unseagull's <laughs> version. Wait, wait, let me, let me laugh here. Go okay. ahead. Okay, okay, <laughs> got to get it out. I'm going to play their version of Thunderstruck by ACDC, and since that's the one who kicked off the show, and then I'm going to play a whole bunch of other 
remakes that are in such a different genre from the original that you can tell it's the original song, but it's so wonderfully different and in some cases so wonderfully bad that you can't help but enjoy it. Oh, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> now, I can't play every single one of them, so and I don't have enough to do two shows, so I'll play a bunch of them for you and tell you other ones to go look for on YouTube. Perfect. So here we go, Steven Seagulls here <laughs> on Rock School. here on Rock School. That's a great version. It's awesome. That's a wicked hard guitar part, and he's playing it on a banjo. Not that I don't think a banjo is easier or harder to play than a guitar. Is it's it? Still, I, I, I mean, I can only strum a banjo. I've tried the rolling pick, and it doesn't do well on my right hand. I don't have anywhere near a right hand to keep up with a lot of the really fast guitarists that are out there. The Brad Paisley method of holding a pick and then using your... Uh, second and third finger to continue keeping strings ringing. I can't do that. Uh-huh. I don't have that kind of speed. If only the audience could have seen what you were doing right now. With the making my right hand oh, look like a spider. I, I tell you. Yeah, cool, yeah. man. Okay, we're talking about uh, covers that are just in an absolute opposite genre than the original song. Smells Like Teen Spirit was in this grunge punk area. Yeah. I'm not going to play it. Obviously, I can't play every one of these. I wish you could. You should listen to Tori Amos' 1992 version of Smells Like Teen Spirit from her Crucify EP. Wait, wait, wait. I take it back. I'm glad you can't. I know. You don't like Tori Amos, I don't want to hear that one. No, no. It's going to be sad. According to Cobain, who listened to it, it's a, quote, great breakfast cereal (laughs) version (laughs) Of the song. It's just her oh. and a piano, and she's turned it into a torch song. Oh, turned it into sleeping. As if it's, you know, some man has hurt me dramatically. Her voice can't go quite that low. No. Here's the one we're going to play. Mm. And this is so wonderful. It's just like you know, the, the flock of seagulls, yes. guys, that we just played. Comfortably Numb. You know the song I from do. Pink Floyd's The Wall? Oh, yeah. The Scissor Sisters, take what you will from their name, All but right. the Scissor Sisters is kind of a dance poppy group out of the UK. What they did was they took Comfortably Numb and they went and turned it into a dance song. <laughs> this tune about a guy who is so high, he can't go on stage, and they're shooting him full of some epinephrine-esque stuff. Oh, my god! That makes him go into convulsions. There'll be no more, ah! And I'm going to dance to this? Well, they turned it into this to the point where... It is the most successful cover of a Pink Floyd song to date if you take chart position as what you consider success. Wow. Dave Mason, uh, pardon me, Dave Gilmore, Nick Mason, and Roger Waters have all congratulated Sister uh, Scissor Sisters on their versions. It was nominated for a Grammy for Best Dance Recording but lost to Toxic by Britney Spears. Oh. 
here is that version. Yeah. It's going to make Pink Floyd fans want to reach through the radio and strangle them. But yet, here it comes here on Rock School. sisters here on rock school wait i have to stop dancing what hath god wrought why would you do that to that song and what's funny it's not only that you did it you know there's a lot of things that people do i I used to remember when i was a disc jockey i would read stories and the question was always i understand one guy doing it because he's insane Mm -hmm. but why did other people do it we told a story one time of these four guys who used to to strip completely out of their clothes <laughs> naked and then jump out and scare people who were delivering Domino's pizzas. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Completely naked and like shake yeah. their parts at people. And I'm, yeah. And the joke was always, okay, look, I can see one person coming up with it. Right. But then three other guys went, yeah. I'm, that's doing, a, I'm doing that too, that's right? That's a great idea, Bob. Let's take all our clothes off and rip off Domino's. You know, I, Domino's is so good, though. <laughs> Just, who does that? Oh, my gosh. Whatever same, you got to do to get Domino's. Same thing here with the Scissors Sisters. Yeah, I mean, okay. I know, I understand somebody doing it, but the fact is a lot of people liked it. Yeah, they do because they like their dance music. Do you remember in 1997, Pat Boone put out an album called In a Metal Mood, No More Mr. Nice Guy? Yes. I played it a few times. I used it on the radio and had some fun with it. Okay, great. All he did was take tough guy songs. And the reason it was given to me is because it had Panama on it. Right. Okay, fine. It's really not that great an album. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's a jokey joke gift that you give to fans of hard rock. Yeah. However, Paul Anka recorded an album that's in that same vein back in 2004, released it in 2005. The album is called Rock Swings, again, by Paul Anka. Mm-hmm. Jump by Van Halen's on there. Wonder Wall, Black Hole Sun, It's a Sin, the Pet Shop Boys tune. Uh, the, 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 the Smells Like Teen Spirit, Hello by Lionel Richie. I don't understand why that's on there. Eyes Without a Face, Billy Idol, The Way You Make Me Feel, Michael Jackson, uh-huh. Tears in Heaven. These are legitimate tunes, but he does them in a big band swing fashion. Perfect. And I know Pat Boone did the same thing. Paul Anka simply does it better. Yeah, it, it worked this time. And so here comes by Survivor... I am the tiger, Ooh. ladies and gentlemen, in the 1940s get-together with Paul Anka. Get your roller skates on. It sounds like this on Rock School Radio Show. Yes, he's ready to fight, stop and pray in the night, and he's watching. Okay, first break here on Rock School coming out of Paul Anka. I like that. I like big band music. I liked it too. I know it's not the heavy metal of the 40s and 50s, but it really was the loud music. They didn't have the amplifiers back then. So what do you do? You need loudness? 
you pile on more, more musicians. musicians, right? You get some more horns and such. So you put a band up there, 19 people, bang, out it comes. And you got to pay them all. That's true. You got to pay them and you got to feed them. Here's one we're not going to play, but you can find it pretty easily by going on YouTube and looking it up. Guar. Mm. Guar, the guys who dress really? up like these wonderfully superhero villain-esque characters. <laughs> you know what Guar stands for? No, what? God, what an awful racket. It really does. Uh. There's this thing online called the AV Club. Mm-hmm. And Guar would... Audio-visual club? AV, right. But it's, it's, it's part of the onion. What they do is ask bands, specifically Guar to record fun songs, songs that, again, don't fit with them whatsoever. Right. Guar, on their request, did a song by Kansas last year, which, <laughs> that's loud and rock and such. The one that I think is funnier is the AV Club asked Guar to cover Billy Ocean's classic 80s tune, Get Out of My Dreams. Oh, I like that. Get into my car. Get into my car. What's funny about it is it's not a bad version. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they, they turned the guitars up to 11 and did all of that. What's funny is when you listen to it, you think to yourself... That guy's not doing a bad job performing that song. I like it. That ain't bad whatsoever. All right, who's listening to us? Oh, KSRQ, Thief, River Falls, Minnesota. Right. Get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show or we'll cry. And we're very emotional about it. Back in a minute on Rock School. Talking remakes by bands who take the song so far out of the genre Mm -hmm. that just the fact that it's being done the way it's being done is entertaining. Are you at all familiar with the band Me First and the Gimme Gimme's? No, I am not. (laughs) No, it's a punk supergroup. That's why. Here are the members. Spikes Lawson of Swinging Utters and Revolts, uh, Fat Mike of No Effects, Chris Shiflet of the Foo Fighters, and then Joey Cape and Dave Ron of Lagwagon. So it's a, it's a super group oh, of people yeah. who know punk. Here's another question. Do you know the movie Space Jam? I do. Remember that? All the Bugs Bunny characters with Michael Jordan? What was the big inspirational song from Space Jam? Do you remember that? Space Jam. Was it a Michael Jackson song? No, and it was R. Kelly. Oh, okay. I believe I can fly. Oh, yeah. I believe I can touch the sky. I believe I can drone on for four and a half minutes and everyone will light a lighter and go yeah. back and forth at my concerts, blah, 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 blah. Well, this punk super group got a hold of this thing. <laughs> it's like playing Silent Night <laughs> as loud as you possibly can play it. And I think Are you, you, you going to play it? Oh, yeah. Good. It, it needs no more introduction than that. It's the Gimme Gimme's, and I believe I can fly <laughs> here on Rock School. 
right, coming out of the Gimme Gimmies, a little shortened version of their name, bottom of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. If you saw the lead singer of the Gimme Gimmies, you would not believe he could fly. Come on, with a little fairy dust, anybody I... can fly. And where do you buy that? Is that a Hobby Lobby thing? <laughs> you got to go find it. Is that true? Bottom of a rainbow, maybe? Let's do seven days in 70 seconds. These are the dates. August 1 all the way through August 7. We have moved well past the midsection of the year. Let's find out what happened on Monday. Go. August 1st, 1981. On this date, in 1981, MTV launched in America. The first video that played was Video Killed the Radio Star by the... Buggles. Buggles? Buggles. You know who the second artist to play was? No. Pat Benatar. Oh, gosh. You know way too much. I think it was You Better Run, but don't hold me to that. I know for a fact it it was Pat Benatar. August 2, 1961, the Beatles begin what would be a two-year stint as headliners at Liverpool's Cavern Club. August 3rd, 2010, Madonna launches her Material Girl line of clothing, shoes, jewelry, and handbags at Macy's? Really? (laughs) Of all the places. That's so avant Mm. August 4, 1963, the Beatles again cracked the U.S. charts for the first time with From Me to You, which debuts at 116 in Billboard. August 5th, 1972, music mogul Clive Davis catches Aerosmith's act at Max's Kansas City in New York and immediately signs them with CBS Records for $125,000. A lot of money at the time. August 6th, 1988, Yo! MTV Raps premieres on MTV with Run DMC hosting the pilot episode. And then finally, August 7th, 1963, Beach Party starring Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello opens up in theaters. Okay, we went back and forth on this. What song would be played? I have two more bluegrassers, and I may still play the other one. You better play the one I want to hear. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to play the one you want to hear. Back off, mister. I'm going to play the one you want to hear, but in 2006, Van Halen was not doing anything with David Lee Roth. Yeah. And they had an album, not not Van Halen, but uh, another band put out an album called Strumming with the Devil, The Southern Side of Van Halen. (laughs) (laughs) Great name. They performed covers of Van Halen tunes in the Roth era in a bluegrass style. What's really fun about it is David Lee Roth performed on the album Singing Jump. Oh. It went to number 66 on the country chart, and Roth went on all kinds of shows and performed. I even remember, I think it was a New Year's get together he came out and sang jump along with the people who were doing i would the... have gone to see a band perform all those songs would you really yes bluegrass absolutely you like bluegrass that love much it. i love do it. too i like bluegrass a lot the one you want to hear though if you're interested at all in bluegrass there is this thing called the pickin on series mm, p-i-c-k-i-n apostrophe on series and it started in 1999 it's been going on through i believe 2007 i didn't see any past that what they do is find these bluegrass musicians and they take famous bands and they put together 10 or 12 of their songs and they play them in a bluegrass style oh lovely seriously look them up on wikipedia and you'll find i know there's 60 of them wow there has to be 60 of them Kryptonite by Three Doors Down is part of the Pickin' On series. Thank you. And it sounds like this on Rock School. I took a walk.
walk around the world, ease my troubled mind. I left my body lying somewhere in the sand. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive, and will you be there holding my hand? I'll keep you by my side with my superhuman might, Kryptonite. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive, and will you be there holding my hand? I'll keep you by my side with my superhuman might. Let's go back to 1964 as we talk about covers that don't sound like the originals. Okay. In 1964, Beatlemania. Yeah. Here's a trivia question. Who was the first artist to cover a Beatles song? And I don't mean a song that was written for them because then you can get into the whole Mersey beat thing and all of those fights. But a song that the Beatles recorded, released, and charted with, and then somebody covered it. Do you have any idea? Did they have a hit with it once they covered it? You bet they did. Now, it wasn't a hit here in the United States. However, in the UK, it went to 34 in 1964. So it was covered almost immediately after the song was a hit. Oh, do tell. Ella Fitzgerald. What? That's the tre- That's the piece of trivia that you can shove into your brain and impress your friends and family. Oh my god! In 1964, Ella Fitzgerald records an album called Hello Dolly. And of course sings the song Hello Dolly from the musical and Can't Buy Me Love. She recorded some of the album in London and the remainder of the album in New York City. Well, while she was in London, why not re-record a Beatles song? One that was heavy and high on the charts and bada-bing, she has a minor blip hit with it. I'm kind of of the opinion at that point in time, I could have recorded a Beatles song and had a hit with it. But she, according to your dad... She yeah. had the best voice of anyone that he had ever heard in his life. Right. My father is a Fitzgerald fan yep. to no end. The only person that even reaches her in any way, shape, or form is Barbara Streisand. This is where I came from. There <laughs> you go. Della Fitzgerald covering the Beatles on Rock School. Coming into the second break here on Rock School, we just played an Ella Fitzgerald song covering a Beatles tune. I love it. In 1969, The Four Tops. Now, they were the first to do it. It's been covered by a lot of people. But The Four Tops re-recorded the song for their album, The Four Tops. Now, Eleanor Rigby. Mm. 
And it's, wow. it is the song. You can hear it. But I got to tell you, the difference in performance, the difference in the way it's presented to you is so opposite it's of crazy. The... Your brain's doing weird things trying to put it together, huh? Exactly. Do yourself a favor. Go listen to it on YouTube and listen to how well they put it together. But it is nothing like the Beatles. It is really more of a storytelling song with the Four Tops. I know that's weird because the song does tell a story when the Beatles do it. Yeah. The Four Tops just simply get that storytelling element out of it better. Wow. I think, I think at least. Cool. Here's another one to look for. The Steep River Canyon Rangers. They're another bluegrass band out of North Carolina. Why do we care? Because they played with Steve Martin. Oh. Steve Martin sat in with them. He's actually oh. a better you know, uh, banjo picker than most people give him yes, credit he for. He probably could have been a professional musician had he not done all of that with comedy. They, the uh, Canyon Rangers, put out an album, Nobody Knows You, uh, and it won the Grammy Award for Best Bluegrass Album. You know what's wonderful about it? No, what? It has a cover of King Tut <laughs> on it. Do you remember Steve Martin's King Tut? <laughs> Well, they redid it in bluegrass fashion, and there you have it. And they won a Grammy for it. Who's listening to us? Well, that would be Radio Universidad in Salamanca, Spain. I want to go there just to... Can I go with you? Yeah, sir. Walk. We'll leave the kids here. Just sort of walk in and say, hi, I'm the guy you've been running the radio show from for... That would be way too weird, that wouldn't it? That would be weird. Yeah, I'm the guy that's been on your radio station forever, and I don't speak Spanish. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, when you think of Johnny Cash and covers, especially much later in his career, yeah, sometimes the Nine Inch Nails song "Hurt" always comes into your brain. Yeah. I hurt myself today oh. to see if I still feel. Wait, I- I'm crying right now. I know, because in the video, June Carter is in the back crying. Yeah. Oh, break my heart. However, rather than play that one. Thank you. Thank you. He, Johnny Cash, on his 1996 album Unchained, also covered Rusty Cage by Soundgarden. 
And it's one of those things you can just tell that the group Soundgarden was just blown away. Of course. That their song was covered by Johnny Cash. I have a list here of these live performances where Chris Cornell introduced the song with a dedication to Johnny Cash, basically saying, hey, guess what? Johnny Cash covered us. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. We're somebody. Johnny Cash did it. I'd be knocked out. I'd be blown right off the face of the earth. I know. That would be wonderful. What an honor, huh? It really would be an honor. Here you go. It's Johnny Cash, Rusty Cage, originally Soundgarden on Rock School. You wired me awake and hit me with the hand of broken nails. You tied my lead and pulled my chain to watch my blood begin to boil. The cage and run. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my to break my rusty cage. Okay, last break here on Rock School, only because I've simply run out of information since you won't let me play the David Lee Roth song. What? I, I have played to, the David what? Lee Roth. Play no, no, it. I won't do it. I won't do it because we, we've done enough bluegrass. Oh we, my gosh! We played two bluegrass tunes. So here's what I got. Am I, I going to be paying for this for the rest of the day? Subtly. I'll now here's here are the two that I have left that I want. I, I at least want to play a little bit of each one of them. Okay. I'm going to play the full song of one and probably only part of another. But at least go look at these guys on online because they're really something else. Apocalypta is a Finnish. What is it about Finland and covers? Wasn't it Finland right at the beginning? Mm. They are a cello metal band from Helsinki. It's three guys with cellos and long metal hair that shake it around like, you know, Lars Ulrich playing the drums. Oh, sweet. Formed in 1993, and they're all graduates of the Sibelius Academy of Helsinki. These guys are high-end players, and what they do is they use a cello instead of a guitar or a bass. Perfect. Knock yourself out, guys. It sounds to me like you got it right on the money. And what I have here is a copy of one by Metallica. But first, as they say in the Ginsu Naive commercials, Uh but wait, there's more. We're probably going to play before them this Tears of a Clown song. Remember Smokey Robinson and the Miracles Tears of a Clown? I love that song. In America, it was a hit. Yes, but it, was. it wasn't a hit in America until it was released over in the UK. See, they didn't release it. Motown did not release it here as a single. It was released over in Britain as a single, shot to number one, and then Barry Gordy and the guys said, probably should release it here. Yeah. Then it became a hit here. Okay. It was so popular over there that bands covered it, and the big one that covered it, the one that everybody liked, was the ska band The English Beat. <laughs> And they do a wonderful job of it, but it is not the bassoon that you hear all the way through. So that's when we're going to end on. And then afterwards, I'll probably play a little bit of One by Apocalypta, and that should do it. Neat covers? Oh, my gosh. This has been a blast. Fun show. Yeah. At least please go look at, uh, you know, picking on Van Halen and watch David Lee Roth sing Jump with a bluegrass band. (laughs) It's it's slightly embarrassing, but wonderful. That'll do it. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. Here you go, English Beat on Rock School. Class is dismissed. <laughs>